Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. This is Cody Lockwood and you're listening to Talking Schmidt. Hey, hey, hey. Talking Schmidt. I'm already not watching. It's cool. Like, tonight is the night. Damn, this is like the coolest thing I'm ever going to do. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was fun. What do you mean? Well, Christian Fletcher's younger brother. Fuck the Dodgers. Oh, big dog's in. What do you think, Dolan? Beyond Schmidt. Talking Schmidt. Alpha macaroni. Most of these guys, their opinion don't matter. Talking Schmidt, right? It's skateboarding. I remember that. Talking Schmidt. What are Yuns doing? Holy shit. Skateboarding homies. No, Schmidt, you can't jump in. What is happening? I'm here for Wi-Fi check one, Wi-Fi check two. All right, ladies and gentlemen, live from Helsinki, Finland, I got the newly married Noseblunt Savant. This is Cody Lockwood. What's up, Cody? How you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. I'm actually uh, in the studio right now. Wow. Is that in yeah. your like basement? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, just blowing some glass, making some making some stuff. Just got set up here. So you guys got a house. You just got married what? Like a, a month ago or something? Pretty recently. Dude, like what? Like three weeks ago. Um oh. yeah, real recent. Nice, dude. Congrats. Appreciate it, man. It's been a hectic like last year, a couple of years. It's a uh, just moving, moving forward. We, uh, like I said, living the dream. How did you, um, meet? Like, were you just traveling? Is she from out there? Yeah, she's, uh, she's from Helsinki and she was living in Barcelona at the time. And I was just traveling, hanging out with some homies and we met and instantly I was like, damn, this chick's the raddest person ever. Rad. I love when that happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm married two years. So, we're going uh-huh, on yeah. our second uh, anniversary in three weeks, August 16th. Nice. Where are you going? Uh, we just go to Hawaii every year. It's our go-to. It's like Which island? It's like uh, the big island, Kona. Oh, no way. Yeah. Uh, we it, work on a little bowl there with Mark. Oh, okay. Right now? No, like years ago. Okay. Yeah. Is that one up in like the north side? Or is it by the uh, airport? Because there's a couple out by there. the old airport. Yeah, yeah, okay, rad. Like uh, on the landing strip. Chris Sen lives out there, so he when I go out there, he usually takes me around to some of the spots and whatnot. Sick. Hell yeah, yeah, man. Um, let's start uh, from the way back. Where were you born and raised? Um, I was born in actually SF, man. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, where there, at? At, at the at the Aussie Hospital? Yeah, yeah. SF General? I think like St. Mary's or something. Okay, St. Fuck yeah, that's I don't sick. Know. I never knew that. Yeah, SF man. Um, but I didn't really live there too much. Like when I was really young, I did, and uh, I moved to Oregon and grew up there. Honestly, like I, I was born in SF, but I grew up in Oregon, man. I grew up mm-hmm. in Klamath Falls as a kid. Oh shit! And then, then uh, the world is home. You uh, went to school in Klamath, then. Yeah. Damn. So that was before the skate park was there, right? 
yeah, I lived there before that. And I saw those dudes like out there and was like, this is fucking life changing, man. I got it. Like, what are these guys doing? I'd ride my bike out there. It's like in the middle of nowhere too. And I would ride my bike out there every day after school and just be like, what's going on? What's going on? Cause I just started skating like <clears throat> right before that, like that summer. And, uh, then all of a sudden, or like the summer before, and then all of a sudden we're getting a park and I'm like, whoa, because before that we drive over to like Medford and Ashland because they had uh, some old, older parks that were built over there. Yeah, and, Talent. Uh, yeah, Medford, Ashland, Talent. And then, uh, yeah, like we got our skate park and I was just like, little kid, like what? Dude, this is epic. Checking those dudes out. I was like, man, I want to do this shit with these guys one day. That's a gnarly park, right? They dropped a bomb on our fucking scene straight up, man. They exploded <laughs> the whole world for me, man. It was crazy. There was a whole new park everywhere, like every summer. I feel like I grew up in the Mecca in the time, you know, there was a skate park boom. It's kind of happening again, but in a different way. Mm -hmm. But when I was young, there were just every like couple months every summer it was like park tour new park new park new park and it brought like all these heads through and it was just a fired up session barbecues going off you know yeah so it like exploded our skate scene like when i was a kid getting a park there real early on how did you end up like uh gravitating to the skateboard like what was the early spark that was like oh this is my eternal addiction like holy shit this rips like did you see someone did you have a someone at school or like did it just you got a present like what was the deal like i just found a skateboard in my grandma's garage like i was in california visiting my grandma for the summer and uh like my brother had some like shitty like walmart skateboard with plastic trucks you know what i mean and i just was bored and found that in the garage and i was like oh all right we'll test this out wrote it down the driveway slammed so hard off the curb like fucking bodied and <laughs> thought to myself i was like dude that was fucking like hold myself like oh that was fucking harsh but wow that was so rad i'm gonna go try that again until i make it you know mm. and so it was pretty much like the first second like i had stepped on the board i was like damn this is like aggressive and like it's gonna be fun once i figure it out yeah oh shit what was the gnarliest thing you saw go down at klamath at the skate park fuck man did like, you honestly, see lots of people rolling through yeah it's, it's just hard to say really because every year there would be somebody or like you know mostly just like some local kids too that were ripping it's like all the homies from klamath were always than our list and then you'd get like one dude on a like trip that was pro or something like duffy when duffy did the gap into the bowl it was like uh i think like the cover of the trans world video right and uh or something like that and so yeah like stuff like that would just happen all the time but there was a bunch of kids that grew up there that were my that are still my homies too that just ripped and you're just like dude like it, there was a scene you know and it people were pushing it and it was sick it was like a epic spot to grow up until like the pump, the in, pump it, pump. in the park sense yeah i think was it kowalski or was it gravette or somebody that like i'm i mean probably lots of people have done it but i saw in a video part somebody launched the or maybe it was trujillo off the the 
pump bumps like over the whole thing. Like I think when it happened, nobody had seen that line before. Yeah, you know there's all about? kinds of like yeah, yeah. It's like pump bump to pump bump, and then there's this like gap in between. Yeah, like my homie Travis, he did growing up. He's still fucking there, ripping that park, doing <laughs> lines like that. And he, when we were kids, he was doing like methods over that shit, and you're just like, holy fuck, right? Oh man. So did you when how how long did you live in Klamath? Um. So I was probably about like 17. 17. And when yeah. when did you end up getting like your first, I don't know, flow or sponsor or something? Like I had like a local shop sponsor, like when I was a kid, like there in Klamath, because you know, New Park, the scene was good. There, there was like, you know, skate shop pop up here, skate shop would pop up there, and you know, they'd last a couple of years and then they'd fade out and you know, you'd go try and get some gear from the other guys and be like, hey man, send my sponsor me tape in or something. <laughs> I'd just hang out in the shop all day long, just fucking watching skate videos, asking for free shit, and just like <laughs> bugging the hell out of the dude. You're just like, come on, give me something, give me a board, give me a board, give me a board. <laughs> yeah, the I used to work at a skate shop, so I know those kids for sure. I was probably one before that, but that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, uh Tell the story about getting on Thunder, though. Like, that's a pretty funny one, right? Yeah, I mean, that was epic. I, I've always skated Thunder Trucks, and they did, like, a video. Like, an, like I think that it was, it wasn't even, like, an Instagram wasn't, like, that big of a deal yet, I don't think. So, I think that it went on Instagram, but it wasn't, like, big. It was, like, oh, we're doing this YouTube video contest, and we'll send you a free pair of trucks if you film a video, you know, with them and send it back to us. And I was like, fuck yeah, free trucks. Perfect. And I just wanted just free set of trucks. And I had a homie and I just set up some trucks and skated the bridge and got an email back. And they're like, we'll like keep sending you trucks. <laughs> fuck yeah. Sick. Fuck yeah. Who was uh do you remember who was TM or in charge of that? Was it like Alden or Damon Thorley? Oh really? Damon Thorley, yeah, yeah, I remember him. Yeah, Jim's guy. Yeah, dude. He hooked it up back in the day. He was like, dude, like I've been writing for Thunder for like 10, 11 years now. And yeah, they've had my back for days. Frank Gerwer is my homie, so I love when uh he tried to get me on Thunder and I I gave it a roll for a little bit and I was like, dude, I just I I'm too used to what I was riding, so I just went back. But I, I I like the fact that they make the trucks in San Francisco. They don't get them from China. So I was trying, yeah. but oh well. They just skate good. They just skate the way I've always wanted them to. And so, you know, I always try and ride for the brands of the stuff that I'm actually skating. You know what I mean? Why wouldn't you want to ride for the brands that you yeah. genuinely back? And I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that the other brands aren't good. I, I just can't okay. skate or I can skate something else. I just prefer not to. And if it's not broken, then why fix it? I've just okay. been skating thunder since I was a kid and they just turn the way that I would like to. So. Yeah. Makes sense. They got the sick, uh, 
what emboss on the base plates like they have always had like like lightning bolts or like daggers and just all kinds of cool shit it's kind of sick they just did like uh like a series they're doing a series where they stamp like the hanger too it's kind of sick oh really yeah oh yeah shout out thunder um what so you were you living in klamath when you went to burnside for the first time yeah, dude. For the first time, I was on like a trip with uh, with my homie Travis. I think we were like his parents took us to Portland, and they were on some like trip or something. And I took tagged along, and they dropped us off at Burnside. I was like, "What the fuck is this, dude?" Tried to frontside grind like the biggest wall there because I'm like, "Dude, our park's pretty gnarly, but it's not <laughs> this fucking gnarly." Tried to frontside grind the first big wall there and just go legs over and just get bodied first try. Like, yeah ooh, ooh, that's gonna leave a mark was the park the park wasn't com- like to where it is now when you first get it right oh not at all no it's changed so many times since was it closed in though or was it still open the parking lot was definitely still there oh uh, no but i mean like, when i went there the first time like the, the right wall. wall wasn't yeah, there the big wall. no that was all finished that's the wall i'm talking about when i was there oh, like, okay. and that one first try and just got ruined it's like humbling hmm. damn um so what happens first do you get like a board sponsor or do you start working on bu- building stuff it was first the board sponsor because like I said, I was just in the shop, just chilling all the time, trying to get a board because I'd always have a broken board or some shit like board and be like in the shop. Like, let's get a board. Come on. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And one day this dude walks in his, uh, his name's Tim Eberly. And he was a rep for bacon skateboards, <clears throat> Colin Sharp's company, mm-hmm. and Ethan Bentoncourt. They, um bacon and tim was down there and he was just like on a trip like being a sales rep and he's like hey anybody want to go to the park like show me where the skate park is and it was just like crickets i'm like dude for sure i'm trying to go to the park like i'm either trying to get a board from this dude or i'm trying to get a ride to the skate park like those are definitely the two things on my list you're speaking my language Uh a little did you know that he was the guy that was gonna hook me up with boards too so I went to the park with him and we took like one lap and it started snowing <laughs> and wow. he dropped me over the crib and he's like, Hey man, like, here's my email. Like email me. I'll send you some boards. It's like, no fucking way, dude. You're going to send skateboards to my house. I don't have to go talk to this dude at the shop. <laughs> like trip out. Rad. And then it, it was like, it, it was as smooth as that. Like you emailed him and he sent you a box. Yeah. He sent me like a package and then I like kind of got boards for a little while. Just was lurking in my hometown, skating these boards. And then Colin Sharp was like, dude, get the fuck out of there. Like come to Portland and I don't care what it takes. Like you can stay in the warehouse. Cause I ended up cruising up to Portland and I slept at the bridge for a little bit. And I was like, this is fucking a little bit hectic. And Colin's <laughs> like, dude, you can sleep in the warehouse. Come on. You know, and he's literally the reason why I got out of my hometown. Like he fucking straight up the realest one for sure. Still is still the fucking best dude has helped me like countless times. Helped me with all my to move all this shit. Helped me ship all this shit out here fucking from the States. 
Yeah. Colin's the fucking man. He's holding it down hard for the Portland skate scene since day one, too. Fuck yeah. Um, so big fucking shout out and big love to Colin Sharp because if it wasn't for that dude, I would have, like, who knows, man. He helped get me out of that zone and, like, put me on trips around the world and put boards under my feet for a fucking decade. I was going to say, is that kind of when traveling through skateboarding starts and you start kind of meeting people that are here and there and kind of getting these connections that we all have that helps us travel for future endeavors and all that and meeting dudes that'll come visit you and all that shit. Yeah, man, absolutely. Like put me on the road and on the map, you know, and that's, I was at the time living in, uh anacortis washington like working on this weed farm for this fucking dude and it just wasn't working out so well and i was just like dude this sucks i don't want to be doing this i want to be back in portland skate with my homies and i get a fucking phone call from mark because we'd been skating the bridge a bit and like i'd i'd known mark a little you know and we we're friends and so he calls me up and he's like uh what are you doing like, I'll never forget the phone call, dude. It was so sick. Like, the call I'd been waiting for, you know what I mean? I'm just sitting there with fucking in Washington, and I'm like, man, always wanted to build parks with these dudes that fucking built this shit in my backyard that changed my life. I'm like, man, they're changing the world, not just fucking this place, you know? And so Mark calls me up, and he's like, hey, do you know anything about concrete work? And I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> he's like, perfect <laughs> do you work for hella cheap <laughs> i'm like yeah sure he's like perfect fucking show up to, to portland get a ride with this dude and fucking show up in two weeks i'm like let's go call of a lifetime damn and so you guys went that was your what your first park haley idaho phase two no way <laughs> yeah wow that's fucking a gnarly one no, we just built the street course side, but getting to be like on a job with Mark and I'm just like 18 or 19 or something. And I'm like, here we go. This is what I've been waiting for. You know, what are some of the highlights of that? I mean, it was hectic for me because I didn't know shit. And so that was your full like, learning experience. Yeah. Just thrown into the fire. First day we're pouring concrete and Mark's like, here you go. And I'm looking around and it's getting a little bit hard and everybody's scrubbing their brains out. And I'm just like, duh, like, what do I do? And Mark's like, fucking scrub really hard. Take this tool and scrub your fucking brains out. Um, like, but I don't know how to make this the way that it's supposed to be. It's like, you're a skater. You skate this shit. You grew up looking at it, make it exactly the way that you would want it to be when you're skating it. And like, Hmm you're kind of right. You know, I do know what it's supposed to look like and what it's supposed to feel like. Just try your best and shit will ride, even if it doesn't come out perfect. So. Damn. Who, who do you remember who else was on the crew? Yeah, it was, uh, this other kid that was new that doesn't work for us anymore. Uh, Michael Walty Tavita was there. This guy, Jason Lyman, and Billy Kulon, I think probably Jack Marsh. I okay. can't remember if anybody else, but yeah, I think that was pretty close to the whole crew. What was the nightlife like? 
I mean, dude, I was fucking like 18. So it was just like, we were partying in the garage, like smoking bud. And, you know, I, I turned Mark back into a full-time Rasta. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard stories of uh, him getting uh, 86 from the bar of whatever city they're building. Like, nope, you're not coming in here. (laughs) Yeah, there's... There's uh, sometimes a very strong bar presence. Yeah. I've seen the karaoke go fucking haywire. It's always fucking... Mark's a fucking master. So is Tavita. Tavita's actually the best karaoke. Mark is, like, just hilarious, dude. He's he's so much fun to go out with. He was actually here in Finland for my wedding um, a few weeks ago, yeah. And he went out and karaoke'd some Finnish songs. (laughs) that specific time especially was there something that clicked for you that like you learned and overcame that was like oh this is going to be something i want i mean you already kind of knew that you wanted to do that but this actually made you feel like i'm able to do it i can do it i mean having the confidence of mark behind you obviously is fucking yeah i mean dude it was just like it's not it's hard work it's like you know it's that's all it is it's just fucking hard work man you just gotta be willing to work hard and you know i was waiting for the call and i finally got it i wasn't gonna waste it i'm like this is i want to learn how to do this like i want to keep doing this you know you're gonna pay me like (laughs) however much it is like it doesn't matter how much it is you know you're gonna pay me to be on the road building cool shit to skate and like hoping give rad shit to skate to other people. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm in, you know? Mm-hmm. So like instantly it was a no brainer. Like I didn't, after he called me, I'm like, dude, I hope I get called back for the next one and the next one, you know, like instantly I was just stoked on it. Really. You know, you're leaving concrete there to ride and get rad on. It's like, how could you not be hyped? It is hard work, but it's such a, worthy effort to put your like energy into you know i don't want a fucking shitty burger job or something like that i want to be on the road with my friends and doing something with my hands i mean we as you know we know but what other people might not know and take for granted is that just like grindline dreamland is full of people that rip on a skateboard so when the shit gets built they're able to ride it and feel out what maybe they got to redo or like this ain't gonna work or this part needs this or that it's like it's not just a fucking finish it up like the city that's the problem with like these city built skate parks a lot of the time or like the engineers or the architects or the inspectors like all this red tape when it comes to something rad like skating it's like man it can look so good on paper all day long and it'll be the most appealing thing to the eye when it's done but if it's done wrong it sucks you know and we're the only ones that can know that and say that <clears throat> if it's right you can stand there and you're building something and you're like yeah that just doesn't line up so good we need to change that but there's an inspector and all this red tape saying that that's not going to happen and you're just like dude this is going to blow it like if we don't do this you know we got to do it Right. And then you break the rules and you do it and deal with it. And you're just like, fuck, at least <laughs> they made something cool when you can. I mean, it's like, that's, that's uh, the hard part. But yeah, I mean, like you said, you're just hanging out with your homies, skating after work. If you can, if you're not dead from pouring. Yeah. 
stoked to hang out with Mark. I was like, dude, this is it. Like, this is the fucking shit. I want to hang out with this dude. He's the most interesting person in the, like, most fired up, dude. He fires up a session more than anybody, you know, and having that energy around and how hard he's working, you're like, dude, this is, this is the way to go. He's a one of a kind. It's like, there, well, you know, there's only so many dudes that are like full throttle all night and then full throttle all day and then full throttle on the board. Like, it's like everything that dude does, motorcycle, skate, build, whatever. It's yeah, full I've been trying throttle. to keep up with them fucking since day one. It is not <laughs> possible. He's, he's superhuman. It's epic. You've you've built a bunch of parks and you've probably skated more. Um, tough question, but which ones stick out in your mind without thinking too hard as like ones that you really love? Like ones that like if someone's like, hey, let's go to a park, any park you want, which ones would like come to mind? Burnside, for sure, man. Yeah. Come on. It's the one. Mm. The one. It's that's home. It's always going to be home. Even though I live across the world, I still think about it and I still want it. It's the best to ride, man. It's so fun. And the terrain is just built by skateboarders, you know, the right way. It's been changed a bunch of times when shit didn't work good or like, yeah, we can do better. That's what makes a place. It's not just saying, oh, this is the one way it can be done. We have to leave it like that. It's like, man, change it up. Yeah, that's pretty much if you've been local there for a little bit, that's you're not going to say a different park, probably like that's all, especially the guys up there that live up there. Man, we get up there and I see some of the lines people. I'm like, what? How? No, that's possible. Like, remember, like early days with Choppy, Choppy would just go bonkers in there for sure <laughs> i remember skating it with choppy and mark like early on when i first started working with mark and yeah it was he was still going wild yeah dude that uh, has soy line where it's like a transfer <sighs> from the hip into that big bowl next it to the so cinder gnarly. block wall yeah dude fuck um those guys at fdr going off man like any of the bridge projects all the bridge one bridge projects are i think the ones that i've skated that i'm like damn this is so cool you guys took over your own bridge sick yeah. fdr is like those guys are going off man That's, yeah, have you seen that shit yeah i haven't been there since they started doing more but i've seen some of this stuff we we went there probably 2016 or something was the last time i was there Dude, they are killing it. Hell yeah. No, I know. it's. I see. It, Indy helped out a lot on that rip ride. I think they got a lot of Crete, and I think that sparked even more, you know? Dude, I got to get back down there. Sick. Um, talk about the, the red experience, the Lincoln City red experience, because I've been up there a few times, and his hospitality is second to none. You get the motorcycle treatment. You get the car jump. You get... Lincoln City is a fucking gnarly skate park. Like, it's one of the gnarlier ones for sure. And uh, this one time we went and we skated those ship banks with them. Have you ever been to those ones? It's like uh, it's like an overturn, almost like a three-quarter pipe, and there's walls in between it. And I guess they store manure there or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there. We met him there, and then he he's like follow me to my house so I, I forget where that is but it's a little south 
we go up, we're like, this is our first time there. We're like in the mountains. We're like, no way. Like acres of just like, and he's fucking, you know, he loves to put on the show and like, it's fucking cool. Dude, it's the best, man. Like you said, he he does have the best hospitality. He's the most fun person to be around. He knows how to have a good time. He's always got projects. He's like, all right, you're bored. Guess what? We're working on something. We're building tools. Guess what? It's raining. Oh, we're doing project inside. We're going to skate the bowl. Like his house has the like opportunity for all kinds. You know, he's got, um, his man cave where he's just playing music, throwing axes and hatchets and knives, the wall, like, Oh, you can chop wood if you want, <laughs> you know, he's like, Oh, he'll put you to work. If you're not careful. it's like, you got your hands in your pockets here, grab this tool. We were uh, up there. I'm pretty sure it was less than a year before the place burnt down and he had the rope swing going over the bowl that looked so sketchy, like it was going to break any minute. And oh, then when he, it burned down the first time, first time. Yeah. And he was lighting fireworks off at his kid, like in there and his kids going crazy. And Danielle's like the sweetest ever. She's like, so like she was letting us sleep out on the grass. And then she would bring like a big thing of Starbucks coffee for us in the morning and donuts and like the whole deal. But I remember like after that, we went back and then I got the call from Hammocky. I was like, what's up? He's like, dude, red, red burnt down. <laughs> I was like, ooh. And we put a little clip of that experience in the, and Red called me. He's like, hey, can you take that clip out of the video? Uh, like, it was like, <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's always fired up, man. The bowl, the bowl is on the gauntlet for sure. The gauntlet's, Burnside, Lincoln City Skate Park, Mark's Bowl, and Kowalski's House for oh. like top things to ride in like Oregon, if not everywhere. Did Mark build Kowalski's? Yeah. Um and a bunch bunch of the homies and oh okay. You know, right. Yeah, that oh that, that, how when did you meet Kevin? You've known him for a long time, right? Yeah, I met Kevin when I was like 15, 16. Uh-huh. And you guys both skated for bacon together or no? Yeah. And then you meet Bryce and he starts Lifeblood? Yes, exactly. And you, and you guys both skated for that together as well? Mm-hmm. So it's like the one-two punch. Uh, what, was the, the, what was the transition like? Was bacon closing down or did you guys just bail? No, like Bryce kind of uh, wanted to do it, something, you know, but Colin already has this company that's doing its own thing, you know, and they have a distribution. So they're like, well, why don't we just start a new board brand that's doing a little more like different stuff. And so that's when they're like, hey, we're going to take some of these dudes and start this brand. And Bryce got involved and, you know, helped push it to doing like other stuff and branching out so and then that ended up lasting for about like seven years we got mark involved for a bit too 
That's amazing. We got Mark back on the road. He wasn't really traveling, like skating. We're like, dude, we got to give Mark a board and get him on the road. We need Mark on every trip pretty much, (laughs) you know? And we got him, we got him revved up on it. And now he's back fired up traveling again. It's like, yeah. That's sick. And then you got a team manager, an owner and a sick ass photographer and one dude as Bryce. And, uh, the knowledge of the road and tons of networking throughout the world. And I mean, that's a fucking kick-ass dude to have as your guy and probably helps mentor you as far as like how to be on the road and what things to do and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. BK definitely held the ship down and, you know, he, he helped push like myself and Kevin to, you know, put us out there. He was like pushing to, get us exposure and get us like a photo on the mag or trying to get us hooked up, you know, so that we can travel more and try and, you know, take it to the next level and be like professional skateboarders, not just like AMs or some local dudes. And so definitely hyped that Bryce got involved in that. And, you know, we had fucking pretty good run seven years. So many sick trips, man. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this guy, Mudbutt. I don't know much about him, but his name precedes himself. Johnny, Johnny Turgeson. Yeah. What's his, what's the deal? He did, did he shit his pants early in life or how's he Mudbutt? Um, I'm, I don't, I'm not, a, I don't really remember how the nickname came about. Probably just a fart joke, you know? <laughs> so I used to always like, see that. Maybe, maybe he shit himself. I don't know. <laughs> I gotta it ask. Could, uh, be, could be either or. <laughs> you guys had an interesting squad, though. I remember seeing like the names, and it would always be Mudbutt. Like, so sick. <laughs> oh man, where was uh, one of your favorite? Do you have a favorite trip that kind of sticks out in that era with like Bryce and Kevin and the crew? Dude, like, I was your just first time about... to Europe, maybe. Yeah, like Mark in europe like i'd say probably one of the first times like we got like mark to leave the states again because he hadn't traveled to europe since like building the cradle in austria or something and you know it'd been like a decade or i'm not sure how long and so we got mark fired up on it and he's like fuck i don't know man and then he, he came and he fucking loved it we were sitting in the bar, man. We're like, literally we're sitting in the bar, smoking a joint and he passes it to me. And the second I grab it, I get picked up by this fucking <laughs> bouncer. Dude, he literally this Viking motherfucker just like picks me up, like off the ground. He's like, Nur. I'm like, it was his. Like, what the fuck? And Mark kind of gets up and is about to just sock this dude. I'm like, Mark, no, no, no. <laughs> was this Copenhagen? Where is this? No, that was in Malmo. Oh, and Malmo. Damn. What's the process before you turn pro like that you kind of like get the pro board and everything? I don't know. (laughs) A manual that says here, like achieve, achievement, achievement, achievement. It's like, I mean, I think that it's just whenever your sponsors feel like you've made a name for yourself enough to, or had enough exposure to sell a product and, you know, when there's a demand for something or I'm not really sure. I think that it's just uh, the contests do kind of help, but 
for me it was like not really i don't mm. skate in a contest very well like yeah. maybe one ever or something but it's like you're all these more dudes like best all these trick dudes, all not- these dudes with all this like red bull money i'm like dude you guys got all these paid for hotels and then it would be like me and p-stone sleeping on your fucking <laughs> hotel room floor you know and i swear every like I, I didn't have like paying sponsors. So I would be working jobs with Mark trying to like pay for a plane ticket or pay for a hotel room or trying to get to a contest in the middle of nowhere to just like make no money at this contest. And like, eh, kind of gets you some exposure, but it was just like, eh, just mostly just fuck off and stay afterwards and have an excuse to just go skate with the homies. <laughs> Oh man, talk about P-Stone. You got any good uh P-Stone situations? Yeah. Little koozie, I got that one. Fuck yeah. Preston goes everywhere, man. He's got some wine. We we're taking some wine rips out the koozie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they got a good Preston story for sure. Yeah. Um so one year we're in Malmo and we were sleeping on somebody's hotel room floor for one of these contests. And we decided to go or like I got tattooed my hotel room that night. And we're like, Oh yeah, cool. Let's go to Christiania. And so we go over to Christiania on the train and smoke some joints over there. And we had some mushrooms and the girl that tattooed me ate some mushrooms and then the Preston ate some mushrooms. And he's like, hey, you got to give me a tattoo. And so we're sitting there in the bowl and Preston's like, give me a tattoo. And we're like, what are you going to get, Preston? And he's like, mm, a duck. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has this little fucking duck tattoo like right here on his chest. <laughs> While this chick's on mushrooms, she's like, oh. <laughs> and so we're hanging out for a while. We're like, oh, we got to go back. Like, well, we don't got to go back, but let's go back to the other side, see if we can get back into the hotel room. Um, it was me, Kowalski, and Preston. And so we're, we're looking at the last train. I'm like, oh, man, we still have all these mushrooms. Fuck it. Let's just eat the rest of them. So we just ate all of them before we get on the train, and we're just, like, frying super hard on the train ride back. Like, have to go through customs and – Kevin's like skating on the train and me and Preston are just like laughing super hard, like trying to keep it together, go through the security like checkpoint and somehow miraculously made it through. And so we get, we get through and we go into the hotel. I'm like, Oh shit. Locked out. Like nobody was there to fucking let us in so we're just locked out of the hotel because kevin had a hotel room and me and preston were sitting on the floor and they wouldn't let us in because we had me and preston (laughs) and so we just sat outside just laughing and it started raining so we're just all three of us just standing outside in the rain till the sun came up just laughing our asses off man fuck i miss that dude similar Uh, story in france we we went out on the last night and he stayed out a little later than i did and the next morning we wake up and we open the door and he's just sleeping on the uh hallway floor (laughs) 
We're like, what happened? He's like, ah, nobody let me in. I, I just got some f- fusies, you know. And yeah, I was like, I just had to take it. It was I like took a quick minutes. nap. I, I, yeah. I wasn't really sleeping, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sleeping. Always, dude. I fell know? over. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of archival uh, shit for Thrasher, and so I'm going through his drives and my drives and just reliving so much stuff right now. At first, it was like kind of like bittersweet like heartbreaking and all that but like now i'm kind of just starting to get the mindset of like stoke and stuff so it's been crazy like the times where he was with somebody epic like if it's him and jake or him and hubbard or him and red or you're just like dude this is like insane i'm just gonna sit back and watch this one right up man I think about Preston every day and I'm just like in spots. I'm like, dude, Preston be in this water right here. Preston would definitely be swimming right now. Like for sure. Like I got to get in the water. Yeah. Do you see that one? He was with Rick and Buddy and he was like frogman one, two, three. And he just died. (laughs) Oh my God. Best. Um, So talk about um, the transition to creature. How did all that go down? So... Bryce and like Colin decided to close up shop for lifeblood. And so we were just like, fuck. I like, I had just recently turned pro for lifeblood as well. Like yeah. Bryce had turned, Bryce had turned me pro um, like a year prior to that. And so decided to close up shop and I was just like, fuck man, like what to do, you know? And it was just kind of, free agent for a while just roaming around you know and like broke my arm at one of those contests and was recovering i had like i'd have a emergency surgery in fucking copenhagen and i had like pins in my shit and i was recovering from that and i was like sponsorless and i was just like dude this is not good and uh ended up like filming with ty evans during that time like he just like came through portland and was like hey we're working on this video um show us around some spots and so i went around some spots with those dudes and ended up getting a couple tricks with the cast on i was like "Hmm, all right we can get some life back in this and he just invited me to go on the rest of the trip with him across the country for six weeks. And so we drove fucking all the way across the country and just, it was just a mission, you know, with fucking gnarly dudes, Jamie Foy, Chase Webb, Michael Paluzzi. (laughs) Like, I got to watch fucking Jamie Foy front Kirk El Toro first rip. Oh, you were there for that one? I'm one of those angles, Flair. Oh, sick. Were you like Hewitt, shake it a little bit? Like, I can't fuck this up. Dude, I was fucking mind blown. I was literally like, I probably missed it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you trusted the wrong dude with the camera. No way. I fucking probably missed it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah Ty's not so, fucking around usually. No, either. we went on some gnarly missions, and I watched some fucking heavy hammers, and I'm just like, dude, this is fucking buck. But ended up, like, filming 
more with Ty over the course of that time. And like, he flew me down back down to California to film more. Cause after the trip, he's like, I think you got enough to like get a full part in the video. And I'm like, fuck. All right. So <laughs> I ended up filming that part with Ty and then nothing was really too much going on. And then what was it? Bill, we sent me up for that friend madness and they were kind of doing some stuff and like, it was kind of early on and I thought that it was rap, but they're starting from the ground up, you know, and I'm like, damn this again, just like lifeblood from the ground. It's kind of rad when you can have your own vision scene. And, but I've seen how hard it is to have a brand last, you know? And I'm like, dude, I just turned pro for one year. Fuck. This is harsh. You know? Yeah. Um, kind of just was chilling for a bit. And then, Honestly, Noah and fucking Lee hit me up out of the blue after hanging out with Noah like a couple weekends at like Tampa and then at the Peacestone contest and at Bob's and just called me out of the blue and he's like, hey, like, we want to fucking do this. Like, we're down. I'm like, no fucking way, man. Honestly. And they rolled out the red carpet. Honestly, they fucking changed my life. I was not planning on making any, like, attempt at anything, you know? I'm like, dude, I'm going to skate no matter what. Mm. I got a building skate parks. I'm like, you know, I'm going to be fine. I'm still going to work. I'm still going to skate. But if I'm not going to find a board sponsor, then fuck, so be it. But then they called me up and they're like, boom we're fucking gonna roll out the red carpet and i'm like okay and i had to tell those dudes at uh dwindle and be like fuck man you know i can't turn down these guys these are my friends that i'm already like this is a company i've been stoked on for since i was a kid you know like this is an epic opportunity and took that Fuck yeah. I mean, you, you already knew Gravette pretty well, right? Yeah. I mean, all the dudes, honestly, that's why I'm like, dude, this is like a company filled with like people that I'm, are my friends already. Like David Willis, Chris, oh. Parks. Yeah. You know? Like Such all a these good crew. Fucking, the, the list goes on. Like our, our squad's heavy. We got fucking a million yeah. of us. <laughs> it's a big squad. And they're, I mean, you fill a van with those dudes and you're having a great trip, man. It's like Darren's got stories Your for days. Trips are the fucking best, honestly, man. Yeah. They are so fucking epic. I mean, any trip, honestly, with your homies, doesn't matter who's putting it on, but like Daft, man, he's a fucking real one. He's the ultimate wheel man. He's captain of the ship and we're getting there. Bunch of espresso and no problem for dad. We're getting there, dude. <laughs> My players fucking got our backs. Like, honestly, fucking big love to Noah. Yeah. And Lee Sharon behind Lee the scenes. Lee as well. Yeah. Because if it, it wasn't for Lee as well, like getting on Creech, like it was Noah and Lee, mm. both of those guys, like forever because That's of their, their fucking decision to put me on. Honestly, it was like, what? I'm going to have like fucking my rent paid next month because I have a check skateboarding. Like, what damn rad dude yeah that's a that's a game changer it's fucking having a little security and like getting that taken care of helps you free up your mind to go skate even more and and enjoy shit 
Yeah, and you know, it's like, dude, got the rent paid and you're just out there with the homies. It's not like, oh, I got to figure out the next job to be on for some months in the middle of nowhere for the next while trying to make some money so I can afford to get to another one of these events or some shit, you know? Mm. Uh, I got a tough one. What's one of the hardest things you think you've ever nose blunt? Ever nose blunted the hardest thing? And I know it was not China banks because I was begging for that one. <laughs> I know I wanted to try. I really wanted to try. I didn't get down to fucking get that try. It, hmm. It's still there. <laughs> no, gotta come out, man. Give it a go. Give it a solid go. We get you and Duffy to fly out like friends fly free from Finland. Duffy can get <laughs> his trick too. <laughs> yeah, dude, we gotta get Duffy out there. Let's fucking <laughs> Dude, I will fucking give it my best go. Yeah. I don't know. Hardest nose blunt, man. Mm, the, the one that got away so far, but I'm going back, man. I want it. I want it. The nose went nollie flip that I broke my fucking arm on in oh. Malmo. Uh-huh. That's the one, the hardest one, because it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> Fuck. Gotta go I back remember seeing you do that in person for the first time. And just going like, what the fuck? Like nose blunting, that's pretty gnarly. And then knowledge without like, what? Like, huh? Were you skating that pool with us that one time where the kid rolled in on the slide? Shorty lives, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh I was talking to Rhino. Rhino just came out here uh, like the last couple weeks ago for Hellride. And dude, we were talking about that shit. I was like, dude. I can't that? believe he's alive. Like seriously, somebody just asked me about it like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "So, like, what's the gnarliest slam you ever filmed?" And I was like, "Dude, I filmed it and turned my head. Like I couldn't even watch it. I thought he was dead for sure." Dude, so while we were talking about it, me and Rhino were talking about it like a week ago because this dude fucking broke both his femurs here at the event here. He launched off this ramp and just like both legs on the other side of the ramp over like a water gap and. Just like it was one of the worst things I've ever seen for sure. Oh. And so me and Rhino were like, dude, that was like on the level of like Shorty Lives. <laughs> Shorty Lives, dude. He was so tore up. He was like on some crazy like tall can, but he was on like some other shit too. Like, and he just went up there and we're all looking Rolled at him. We're like, what are you slide. doing? Like, yeah. who gave that dude a skateboard? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. He got what he was asking for. He he, got, he took the ride. That was insane. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen, for sure. Yeah, no, for sure the gnarliest slam I've ever been there for and filmed and all that. I was like, I actually turned my head the other way. Like, I didn't look. It was no joke. Uh, talk about, though, uh, Helsinki life. You guys, like, did you just move there or have you lived there for a minute? Um, no, I'm fresh, man. Um, like, did you get married, move there, and then the indie thing happens like all within like a month, like pretty close to each other? Yeah, dude, this month's been fucking hectic. It's been insane. Like, they're like, we're gonna give Cody the fucking red carpet, <laughs> dude. It was gnarly. Like, first off, I was in Israel building a park for two months, I came mm. home a week before the wedding had guests in town two days after I got home until the wedding. And then after the wedding, everybody came into town for the indie trip. 
And so we were skating every day. And then after that week was hell ride for like five days or four days. <laughs> and then guess for left. And then I went, I had like one day at home or two days at home. And then I went to the Netherlands for this other thing last weekend. So I just moved to Helsinki, but I haven't really gotten too much time here yet. So I'm pretty fresh. Okay. Are you guys going to do a little trip or anything like a little honeymoon or anything? Nah, we're going to just try and enjoy being here for the summer. And, and you know, we're, uh, we're actually, we're having a baby in November. So we're going to, Oh, for that. Oh damn! Congrats! Early November or late? Um, kind of like early to middle. If it's early, we got ourselves a Scorpio. <laughs> I yeah, got. So, I, I'm late October, so so we're excited for that, and we're just yeah. trying to chill at home and get ready. And you know, she's gonna be ready to pop soon, so she's trying to get the house settled in. Like I've been here like a month maybe total. So just trying to get everything to feel like home and I got to get learning a lot of things. Big second half of the year for you. Yeah. Wow, dude. That's the second half of life. But you're ready, man. I can see like you're the, you're not the like back down. You're fucking head taking it head on. I bet it's going to be fucking a great experience every step of the way. Nah, it's gonna be sick, man. I'm super hyped. I got the raddest lady and got a nice place here to raise a kid and it's it's gonna be epic. This kid doesn't know it yet, but it's got a job. It's already hired. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh my god. Uh you gotta walk around uh the neighborhood too and ask about early Arto Sari, you know, like what where was the first kick flip down steps with front board rail? Like no, I need, for sure. I, we we're at the spot, uh like we are going to always going to spots. And it's like, oh yeah, Arto front boarded that like fucking nineteen ninety. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone done anything here? Yeah, Arto did everything. <laughs> You're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was moving to a place that was gonna be like so many new spots. Arto already killed it 20 years ago. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's growing always, though. There's a shit ton of spots here. It's fucking sick, honestly. Super stoked. Helsinki's holding, man. What's the beer you put in your fridge out there? Are you guys putting Tuborg in there? Or you got, like, some Finnish beer? Or? Dude, the beer store here is just, like, um, Oregon or California. There's literally, like, 20 million microbreweries and beers to choose from. It's insane. You know, I haven't even really gotten too many of them. There's like a couple that I've grabbed. I'm like, okay, that one was good. So I just grabbed that one all the time. Uh huh. There's this one that uh, I think it's called the Finnish Long or something like that. Oh, the Longkaro. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long drink, Finnish long drink. Too. Yeah. They're pretty good. It's like hard lemonade or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They're really sugary and really delicious, and they make you really hungover. <laughs> when we were in Copenhagen, and nine fucking euros at the bar. Yeah, when we were in Copenhagen, they had. Uh, I think we were drinking Tuborg, or no, we were drinking the other one. I forget what it's called, but they had Tuborg everywhere for free, and you could just walk around, and there was just barrels of beer, like you pick up a beer and keep walking and stuff. And I remember at one point, P-Stone's like, what, 
He's, he was giving me shit the whole time. He's like, what? You're not going to drink one of these? I was like, I'm chilling for right now. He's like, you're going to pass up a free beer. <laughs> I was like, all right, fuck. <laughs> oh, man, so uh, good. Yeah, dude, it, when you described the Viking picking you up, that's exactly what I said when I went to the bar for the first time out there. I was like, it was like Vikings that were held hostage in a cave for a year. And then they opened up the door and just let them into the bar. Like they're coming in like wrestling and go crazy. I was like, this is insane. And it never gets dark. Like, does it get dark where you are? Um, Dude, it's a trip. Honestly, it was in the summer. Last year I was here for the longest day and the shortest day. Ooh. And the short days are brutal. The long <laughs> days are strange. It's like you just go to sleep. You have to tell yourself you're going to sleep or you'll be up at like four in the morning and it's still light out. Yeah, you gotta get and like the sun's a, coming a up. Mask yeah, like, or it, it didn't go down. It's how's it coming up? But interesting and super like different and I'm excited. I want to go to the north where it's really dark. 24 hours. I want to check that out for sure. It's going to be fucking brutal. Where is that in uh, Finland or Norway? In Finland, there's a place called Lapland. And it's it's like far north, like the Arctic Circle. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's like light for like, nope. (laughs) It's like, I remember it like just like kind of looks hazy and then it starts getting dark again. Yeah, it's you can seriously still be skating outside at two, three in the morning. Talk a little bit about um some music. What what kind of songs? What what if we were putting your playlist, what's some stuff that you've been listening to lately that gets you hyped or what what have you listened to the most on there? Like what what kind of tunes are we going with these days? Um mostly just heavy metal, the classics. Judas you going, Priest. You going Judas Priest or Black Sabbath? Both. There's no choosing. <laughs> you going Metallica or Motorhead? Motorhead for sure. Like Dude, you they, know fucking played here a couple nights ago, Brujeria. Oh, really? I wanna see, but I, I know I'm so bummed I missed it. Yeah. So are you guys you're in Helsinki? Yeah, now. So is Literally. that is that kind of like a, a stop for a lot of bands? Will people come through there like when they're touring? Yeah, I think I'm going to see Devo in like a couple weeks. They're coming oh, through. Like, yeah, for sure. There you go. Yes. Oh, that's cool then. Because I know Duffy's kind of out in the cuts. Like he's like away from the city and in like a little farm zone or whatever. Yeah, uh, he's got a little uh, like a couple hours, I think, away. Well, I was going to ask you what the future holds, but I think you already unveiled <laughs> the, big, the big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if it's a boy or girl? Or are you guys going to make it a surprise? Big surprise, man. Nice. Yeah. Are you guys playing with names on both sides or are you just going to wait till it's born or how are you guys going to been playing with all kinds of names and like she wants it to fit good in the finish and an English mouth. So we're trying to figure out one that we both like on both sides, a girl's name, a boy's name. I know people that haven't named their kid for like two weeks. That's a pretty clean move. I might, I might have to pull that one. Run that one. Try to see how long. Yeah. I mean, if we only, if I'm not going to find out until the day that it's born for sure, I'm going to 
not probably name it for immediately. I'm like, yeah, this is Morpheus. Well, you got three <laughs> options for each gender, you know, like it's like it's either Carl, Mark or Lonnie. And then it's uh, Cindy, Barbara or <laughs> Benish or something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough one. Are you going to be building parks again? Or are you guys like, what do you think? Like after the baby is, you know, you guys are settled in and everything. Will you be mostly just doing the skateboard thing or will you be still like going to build parks? Both for sure. You yeah. know, if there's a job that is somewhere that I'm like, fuck, I'm close to it. You know, there's a, there's, I think more jobs going to be happening out this way, hopefully for Dreamland as well. And if not, it's not like going back to the States for a few weeks for work is any different than going to Montana from Oregon or something, you know? I was going to say, you might start calling Red and being like, hey, you know who needs a park? Exactly. The, ne the next city that I want to go to. <laughs> yeah. got to hype it up out here too. Try and get hey. them some more national work and try and hype up some DIY shit this way. There's some, yeah. there's some dudes out here hyping it and they've got a pretty sick DIY scene here in Helsinki. They got oh, a big park that the city is, of course, trying to take away, but these guys have built it over mm -hmm. like 10 years. It's epic. It's called Suvalati. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah, when Duffy came out last time, he brought a dude and I think he was one, he, I think he was helping do Crete um, somewhere in Finland, the guy that he brought and he was super cool. He was like super fun and hanging out and stuff. Talk a little bit about that Helsinki thing though. I just saw, I think OJ or somebody sent, maybe it was Indy, sent a little video over today. It looked insane. Like there was there like a downhill race and then like a water jump or something, right? Yeah, that's where the dude broke both his fucking legs because they let some idiot, like somebody, they didn't let some idiot dude grab somebody's board and just wobble down the hill and just launched off of it. But that that was, uh, that was a minor, major flaw of the weekend or week. But they have like a week long, it's like four or five days long contest here. They take over like some spots in the city and build some obstacles or have it at like a street spot. And then they have something, usually the DIY. And then on the last day when everybody's super hungover, yeah, they do the fucking hill bomb race. The and hill bomb race is the best. Everyone just toss it like carcass. It's, just... Dude, it's so fun. Yeah. It looks sick. It's a good dude. time. And then, uh, this year they did the water gap in tribute to Arta's backside flip. And I've seen some guy slip out on the approach and he just fucking <laughs> flew. Yeah, that's the guy. Is that the guy or no? Yeah, that's the guy. Oh, no, oh. not the guy that belly slid like off the ramp. That Somebody did like a backflip off the ramp and hit the other ramp on the other side. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And then what's his name? Felipe Nunez. He's Dude. That was gnarly. That was fucking so sick to see. Like, homie is straight savage. You have to bomb this big ass hill and you can't even judge the speed and you're just flying, dude. It was it was crazy. Homie that, ripped that, that thing. That dude has no fear, man. He does the loop, he's skating vert, he's doing it all. It's so sick. Too fucking much respect, man. Honestly, my I was it was sick to see him like thrown down in person. Like that fucking dude's raw as it gets. Yeah. Let's finish up with a quick uh, 
A few quickie ones, like a uh, favorite thing if you're stopping on a road trip to pick up for a snack, what do you go to? Beer. Beer. Are you chip? Yeah. Are you salty or sweet? Do you get candy or chips? Depends. Yeah. Spicy. I'm going to go spicy. Spicy. Okay. So we're talking uh, jalapeno pork loins. Let me get a michelada. Ooh, michelada. That's the uh, hammocky drink. You love those micheladas. <laughs> Michi. Oh, uh, man. Uh, do you do coffee? Uh, my chicks got me on the coffee for sure. Yeah. You just yeah. kind of, you're, you're a newbie on that? I mean, I don't really mind if I don't have coffee, but it's delicious sometimes. Like, I'm not somebody who's like, oh, I need coffee every day I wake up. Like I, I, I can, I, I, I can do with it or without it. Some days I'll forget and be like, "Oh yeah, I didn't get a cup of coffee." Oh yeah, I, I know all about toys. Like I said, I'm, I'm literally just sitting here in my cave. Like, yeah, what do we got in here? Is that a 3D printer? What is that? That's uh, my kiln. Making some, making some of these, making some bongs. Oh, you do glass? Yeah. Nice. Whoa, dude. How long you been doing that? Uh, a few years. Wow, sick. Do you have a little shop or anything? Do you sell them? Um, I mean. Like online? Sometimes. Just depends. I, I don't really have too I haven't make, been making too much shit. I just got my studio set back up here. Been on the road for a few years, so. Yeah. Too much time to do it, but getting back into it. Yeah, it's like making just patterns and some shit damn that's sick yeah made this little one hitter today how long does it take just depends on how much how long you want it to take it's like oh, how yeah. much work you put into it you can keep working on it and keep changing it making some gifts for some homies too i made a christmas ornament for uh the family today too mm. made this little christmas ornament oh nice that's some good work right there yeah, that one's actually a reject piece. That's why I was like, I'm going to turn it into a Christmas ornament. <laughs> so, yeah, just down here, chilling in the basement, melting. Well, shit, you got uh, anything else I should uh, include in this thing? Shout out to some homies. Anybody you want to say, fucking, I miss you. I, I might not see you for a minute in America. Like, I don't know. Yeah, all the homies, they know who they are, man. I'm, I'm talking and seeing all the homies. It's a... Uh, it's it's a worldwide thing, man. That's what's cool about skateboarding is you see all your homies all over the place. You know, I don't even need to be in one place and I'll still see everybody that I want to be seeing, mm. you know. Just got to see Kowalski and Mark um, out here for the wedding, seen fucking Wes out here for the last few weeks for the indie thing. I'm like, yes. dude, seeing a bunch of homies over the weekend this last weekend it just goes on man so shout out to all the homies shout out oh, like, yeah. dude shout out to you Schmitty, for having me on man appreciate it so oh, can... long time coming Stoked. well if we end with a song which song should we put on fuck man painkiller sick dude hey man yeah. good luck with everything man you got a lot on your plate like I said in the beginning, living the dream, Schmitty. Super fucking thankful, stoked that I got like 
a lot to look forward to. I can't wait to show my kid all this rad shit that I've been learning over the last 30 years, you know, and hype to have the love of my family, my sponsors that are fucking keeping me on the road and shit, living this dream. Like I said, never thought I'd be having my rent paid or anything off of skateboarding because like the fucking old man said, it doesn't owe you shit. Well, hopefully uh, sometime in the future, I'll I'll be able to visit a friend in Finland. I've never been there before. Dude, come on out anytime, man. You're always welcome. I'll show you fucking some real Finnish sauna culture. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Sick, dude. Good catching up with you and reach out anytime. I miss you. Fuck yeah. Big love, Schmidt dog. Big love and shout out to Dreamland, Red, Danielle, all y'all. I know you're listening, so. Damn. Red, you got to come on here, don't you? Yeah, we on. need Mark. For, dude, That's- so I was actually, I was, dude, I was thinking about it. He's trying to hit me up. I was going to FaceTime him and have him like third party on. I'm like, all right, we have three oh. of us. I was thinking about it. We should have okay. do, do that. All we right, should, hold on. Danielle hold on, is saying that. Hold on, I'm going to try and call him right now. Dude, if he answers, it's on. Might have a double episode here. Oh. Whoa, look at this. Mark. Cody. You're on Schmitty's uh, podcast, player. How you doing? Dude, I'll, I'll fucking do some talk to Schmidt. That's all I've been doing since I started drinking is talking to hell Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> Are you down by the Cranchin in Mexico? Where are you at? I'm with Jonathan uh, and uh, Madison and LeVayne. Oh, they're in uh, Whitefish, Montana. Oh, Danielle's hometown, right? I love that park. That's one of my favorites. You guys are tailgating a truck, Mark? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk some Schmidt. What do you got? Yeah. Who, what's sucking out there? What's What's bringing you down in this world? What's stoking you? Nothing's bringing me down, man. <laughs> yeah. No, Schmitty, but yeah, I'd love to help you out sometime. Um, uh, anytime. She's fucking super hammered, start talking hell, Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get on the pod, dude. Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Um, just hit me up, uh, Schmitty. Okay, I will, man. Hell yeah, I'd be stoked. That'd be fun. Hey, how was the hell ride? Dude, it was gnarly, Mark. The hell ride was fucking... You get fucking fourth place? Or what? <laughs> Dude, I got fucking last place. My legs are gone. No, no, it was super fun. But it was good times. Dude, I'm having two phone conversations at the same time right now. This is insane. Yeah. Fucking technology, man. It's like Inception. It's like, look, three people on one screen, maybe. Mark, are you <laughs> going to be busy in 10 minutes? Yeah, I got to... I'm trying to wrap up this free bar so I can get out of the heat. It's really hot. This Answer. has been a teaser for the upcoming Mark Red Scott episode of Talking Schmidt. Are you there, Houston? Rocket one, rocket, rocket ten. No, I, I've been skating. I went to the fucking Amsterdam for the weekend too last weekend and skated this like fucking 15 foot quarter pipe, Mark. That's awesome. Send me some clips. Yeah, I'll send you. Dude, they kept building more, more vert, more vert. It was fucking like seven feet of vert. Sick. You gotta get back to the States, son. Come on, <laughs> Euro gap is complete. Dude, Euro gap is complete, man. Look at them all set up, man. I'm just chilling in the fucking shop here. Nice. Down in the basement? Yep. What time is it there? Almost midnight. It's 11.30. Shit. We're going to the Philippines. It's gonna be awesome. <sighs> 
sign me up. Just not yeah. November. <laughs> November. That'd be awesome. Well, shit, I gotta get back in the heat. Get out of here. All uh, right, man. Big love. Hell yeah, Mark. Big love. Flair. Yeah, we'll talk, talk to you soon. Man. Huh? Tie up that. Tie up the rest of that bar, and you know, take five. Grab a brew. Superstructure. <laughs> All right, Cody. Have a good night. All right. Later, Mark. There you go. Live from Montana. You never know who's going to just pop up. That was perfect. I was like, man, I wanted to FaceTime him in the beginning, but that was perfect. We got a little bit of a insight into what, what Mark's up to. He's weird working. Yeah. Working, but the word is he's down. So maybe he might be coming on the program. Oh yeah. That'd be a sick one. Uh, Whitefish is like one of my favorites, dude. I love that. It's beautiful up there too. It's like a ski town. It's like so nice. For sure. Smooth Crete too. Check in from time to time, man. I'll be interested to see, uh, what the next, what is it? Where are we at? Almost August. So August, September, October, about four months. That's going to be dude. stoked for you, man. Congratulations on everything. And, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll be talking to you soon, hopefully. Yeah, stay in touch. Fuck yeah, Schmitty. Big love, player. I'll definitely keep in touch, man. All right. Well, we are done then, man. Appreciate you. Fuck yeah. Peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes, with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at talkingschmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. Shout-out. Love it! This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper. Keep the wheels greased.